May I have the darts and blindfold, please? I'm trapped in a self-perpetuating nightmare, Bill. So began my chat with a safety manager of a Fortune 1000 company. His boss had directed him to implement a safety bingo program, and against his better judgment, he did. At first, the program cut out our injuries, but then we had a lost time injury and the game ended. And then the injuries came out of the woodwork. Four LTIs in one week. If that's not a sign we have injury hiding, what is? To make matters worse, I'm worried we're sending a message to our employees that staying safe is a result of chance or being lucky. Well, I know, safety results from pursuit of safe behavior. This manager went on to lament the problems with the bingo concept. For those of you who don't understand the game, it works kind of like this. Every day without an injury, a number is pulled and posted by the employee time clock. A bingo jackpot is established with money or some other prize that increases each day no injury is reported. Translation, hide injuries, and the award prize gets bigger for all of us. Employees are given a bingo card with a series of random two-digit numbers, and if they get a match, they scratch out the number on their card. Achieving five numbers in a straight line means the employee can bring the card in to claim the jackpot prize. There are countless variations of this system that circulate, safety poker, in-house drawing programs, and the like. Why do these incentive approaches work initially and then quickly fizzle out? Well, first, let's explore what these approaches have going for them. They provide feedback to tell the group how the safety record is doing. They provide a reward or positive consequence for improving performance. They provide novelty or something new a known factor in human behavior. These elements help to ensure some early impact, and for many companies, these programs are their first foray into the world of incentives. They are often companies who experience the Monday morning injuries. These are workers who milk the work comp system to get a few days off from work with pay. Creating a system where peer pressure causes coworkers to look down on those who lose the team's safety bonus is a highly effective way to eliminate the Monday morning injury. Not a few safety managers have had employees approach them to report a coworker who's faking an injury. The bad apples are thus weeded out, and the safety record improves, or so it may seem. Soon, however, the low-hanging fruit of Monday morning injuries disappears, and the company is left with an environment where the remaining injuries are not a result of questionable worker behavior, but are caused instead by unsafe conditions and behaviors. And these injuries are often hidden due to the peer pressure mentioned above instead of being reported so they can be prevented in the future. But all the old school senior managers remember is how they dropped those injuries so much with their first incentive fix. You won't believe what they'll do for a ball cap, says the vintage 80s manager. <sighs> Another problem with games of chance is that when one person wins, while everyone else, or almost everyone else, loses. Due to this being an uncertain consequence, you inevitably see a lack of interest in playing the game. You will begin to see scratch-off cards in the trash can and bingo cards on the floor. One of my good friends years ago, Jerry Howell, had a young female employee start to cry when she failed to win the jackpot. 
In a desperate attempt to assure the game wasn't rigged, he went through 1,800 names in the hat, and he told her if her name wasn't in the bunch, he would personally give her $50 from his wallet. Next, the disenchanted safety director announces the bingo game is canceled, only to be met by a howl of protest from the cave people, citizens against virtually everything, who've been picking up the discarded scratch-offs and bingo cards from the trash can to line their pockets. Frequently, these vocal few make so much noise that the game gets reinstated, although it has zero impact on behavior. Bill, I swear, I could have a bigger impact on our safety performance if my boss would just blindfold me and let me throw a dart into a group of my employees. But what can I do? And so my conversation with this safety director ended. I hope someday he can convince his boss to leave behind the games of chance and lagging indicator reward systems. But just in case he can't, keep an eye out for a blindfolded guy throwing darts. You might have your own near miss or worse, and we wouldn't want you to lose your ball cap now, would we? Did you find this article interesting? If you did, how about do me a favor? Share it with a couple friends and ask them to do the same. To learn more, watch my free webinar at www.greenbeansandicecream.com. Thanks.